So Christ loves the church. Christ is not harsh towards the church. And so he's wanting husbands in his body all around the world to be loving their wives the way he wants to show the world that he loves them. Welcome to You and Me and Jesus, a Christian marriage podcast. Hello, friends. We are glad to have you here with us. I am Mindy. And I'm Carrie, and we are going through a little mini-series here about the biblical roles in the marriage relationship. And I want you to start out just by thinking about the word harsh. It's a word that we use in a lot of different contexts. We might talk about a harsh climate, or we might talk about, you know, this hand soap that I'm using seems to be harsh on my skin. You know, those kinds of things. I don't think I would be the one to talk about the hand soap harsh on my skin. That, that might be you. <laughs> yeah, definitely. You probably wouldn't even notice. No, I wouldn't notice at all. <laughs> but regardless, you know, the use of the word is quite varied. But even in all those contexts, it kind of means the same thing, right? It means something damaging. Something abrasive maybe is a good way to think about it. And it's interesting as we read about the biblical roles and instructions for husbands and wives, There's a very specific instruction in one of Paul's letters to husbands about this issue of harshness. And we don't want to just skim over it because it's just one verse out of a a bazillion in the Bible. It's a very important verse, and we want to kind of unpack it today. So let's look at Colossians chapter 3, verse number 19. And I'll go ahead and read it, and then we can just discuss it a little bit. It says, Husbands, love your wives. And do not be harsh with them. That's an interesting contrast that we have there. The love on the one side, the harshness on the other. In a way, they don't even seem like they belong in the same sentence. And it's a very simple sentence when you think about it. Don't be harsh. Instead, love. And Paul's straightforward way of stating it, I think, helps us to understand how opposed to each other they are. How they shouldn't fit together. They're like opposite currents flowing from different streams. They're going against each other. And also, it's very helpful, very simple command. Yeah. Don't do this, but do this. And so if a husband is struggling with how they should treat their wife, well, it's clear. I should just love them. Yeah. And I think it's, it's interesting, too, when you think about the opposite nature of both of these words. Love flows from a self sacrificing concern or care for another person, but harshness flows out of a more self absorbed, self centered desire where something the person did irritated you or or you're bothered that they're not doing what you think, and so you're harsh in your response to that. It probably reveals anger that the husband might be feeling. Yeah, or at the very least, maybe a, a hidden resentment or bitterness that he has, something like that. Or, I mean, I have to be honest here about my history. I could be harsh at the beginning stages of our marriage just because of the home I was raised in. You know, we were kind of argumentative at times and we'd get in debates and things like that. And my tone would come across very harsh sometimes when you and I were in the middle of a discussion or something like that. Yeah. So it could be a learned habit. Yeah. You don't even realize you have. And while we're describing all these ways that a husband might be harsh, I think it's also in the interest of fairness, something we should say that no husband 
would say that he wants to be harsh with his wife. I mean, I can't even imagine the guy who would say that, yeah, I want to be harsh. I don't think that's true. I think all of us would not want to be that way. So why is Paul giving us such a direct command if none of us really want to be that way? I think he's probably speaking to the tendency that men would have. Hmm. Them being a little bit more aggressive in personality, maybe not as emotionally driven. So they might tend to be harsh and they're not as sensitive. So they might not realize that that was insensitive. That was harsh, what they said. Okay, very good. I think you you have some great insight there because what I've discovered in studying the scriptures, and I think you and I have talked about this before, is that a direct command like this in scripture is always aimed at a real need or a real problem. So husbands need to watch out for this. Paul wouldn't warn us against it if we didn't. It's a loving thing for him to warn us about this. It's like he's, he's putting out a caution sign for us and saying, be careful because you can stumble into this area very easily. Uh, our tendency might be to be frustrated or irritated or angry when we're tired, you know, things like that. And on the opposite side of that, when an instruction is this direct, it also is being given because the person on the receiving end needs something different than that. So when he says, husbands, don't be harsh, he's pointing out your wife can't handle your harshness. Your wife shouldn't have to handle your harshness because that's not how I've made her, God is saying. Right. And it's also showing how the wife could be extra sensitive to harshness and it could affect her and go deeper into her soul, so to speak, when her husband is harsh, as opposed to the husband being harsh to a brother or another guy friend. They might be able to just let that roll off their back. Um, more easily than the wife because she's more of a sensitive nature. Yeah, that's really good. And let me point out something here. There may be a tendency of a guy right now as he's hearing all this saying, yeah, women are just too sensitive. Women are just too touchy. They're, they're, they need to toughen up. Or too emotional. Yeah, yeah, whatever, to fill in the blank. Well, guys, let's put on the brakes if that's how you're thinking. Because you need to realize you're thinking from a male perspective not necessarily a godly perspective. You're seeing things how you see them because you're a guy. Nothing wrong with that, except that you need to just have the grace to understand women see things from a womanly perspective because they're a woman. That's not wrong, just like yours isn't wrong. And so you need to understand that the way God's designed them is not a bad thing. The way God has designed them is actually a beautiful thing. When we learn to love them rightly and they learn to respond to that love rightly, man, this wonderful thing happens between man and wife. If we take it to the higher level of where God is thinking, he's, he's guiding husbands in how to love their wives because he wants it to represent how Christ loves the church. So Christ loves the church. Christ is not harsh towards the church. And so he's wanting husbands in his body all around the world to be loving their wives the way he wants to show the world that he loves them. There's a bigger purpose in it. That husband's just, okay, I will just do that because God commands me to do that. My wife needs it and I need to show the world Christ by doing that. That is absolutely right. God is usually up to bigger things than he's necessarily speaking to right at the moment when he gives a command like this. Behind these kinds of commands is this bigger purpose for marriage. He's wanting that marriage to show people great things about himself. 
And when husbands obey and wives obey, that's able to happen. So it'd be good for us to kind of flesh out some practical examples of how this might look in a marriage. Because, you know, I think most guys who fall into harshness don't even realize they're doing it. And so getting some examples of this could be considered harsh or that could be considered harsh might be helpful for those brothers. I think a good example for us to talk about is many times how husbands could be critical of their wives because they think that they are looking at a situation from too emotional perspective. They're too emotional about it. They're not logical in their thinking. Or if the wife is describing something that they're upset about and the husband's just like, you know, what is the big deal? You know, you shouldn't be all sensitive. You shouldn't be so emotional about it. If a husband's not seeking to understand his wife in the way she thinks and feels and interprets life, then he could very well, even in his thoughts, be too harsh. But most likely, Mm. if he's thinking that way, it's going to come out as either harsh words or harsh treatment of her. And he might not even realize it's harshness because he hasn't tried to understand where she's coming from. Yeah, that's good. And I think as I'm imagining the scenario you're describing, that harshness could be in tone of voice, it could be in facial expressions, it could be in body language, it could be in a lot of different ways that it's communicated. And as a woman, what does that do to the wife's heart? Help the guys understand, what does that do to her when he's treating her in those ways? We don't feel cared for. Maybe sometimes we feel made fun of. Hmm. We're not very valuable. Or we're, I think a lot of times women feel like they are too much, you know, quote unquote, because we feel the strength of our emotions. And so if we express our emotions to our husband and they come back with that critical mindset of, you know, it's not that big of a deal, be logical about it. We tend to feel like we're just too much overall and it closes us up. We don't want to share things with our husband anymore. So when you say you feel like you're too much. You're meaning your emotion, your way of dealing with life and expressing yourself is too much for your husband to handle. Right. Overwhelms him. And so he's put off by that is what, yeah. you, is what that is making you feel. Okay. Now, in all these things, let's just make a quick disclaimer here. We're not saying that in areas like this, the wife doesn't have room to grow. Of course, she can grow in her ability to not be pushed around by emotion too much or not be you know, led astray by what she feels rather than what the facts are. I mean, if she has problems in those areas. Or that she won't be sinning in her emotion because of her emotion. That's entirely possible that that's happening. But the point we're trying to make here, guys, is just the need for men to try and get into their wife's shoes and understand how she thinks and how she operates so that you don't automatically take the difference as a reason to be upset with her or a reason to be harsh. I think sometimes guys fall into harshness because they misunderstand their role as a husband. A husband's job description has no schedule. And so he may think, well, I was at work all day providing. I come home, I deserve a rest. Well, that's a misunderstanding of your job description. Your job description is not only to go out and provide. Your job description is to also then come home and love your wife and love your kids. You have more to do when you get home. And so don't allow yourself to be absorbed by your own needs and desires to the neglect and harm of your wife or your family. Harshness will be a natural byproduct if you do that because you're going to be frustrated that 
what you feel like you need and deserve, hear those words, what you need and deserve, it's a very selfish orientation, is not happening. So you're getting frustrated. And that can come out in harshness. And if the husband just takes to heart the verse in Colossians that we read, love your wife, don't be harsh with them, that's going to help. If they're loving their wife, then they're going to put their wife first. They're not going to be thinking, I need my needs met first. For example, when the husband's driving home, he should be thinking, how can I love my wife best when I get home? What does she need from me? Instead of, oh, I'm so glad the day is done. I want to just veg out on the in the lazy boy in front of the TV. Or I want to go to the garage and tool around, you know, whatever he might be thinking. He's putting his focus towards his wife. What does she need me to do when I get home that would be loving to her? Another example I thought of where a husband could be harsh towards his wife is him correcting her in front of the kids or in front of other people or sarcastically joking about something where it's an area that she needs to change or... Even an area of conflict they've had that he kind of brings out in the open in front of other people. Yeah, exactly. And that's just something that should not be said. Even if he's saying it in a joking way, if he's thinking that and feeling that and it's an issue, he needs to lovingly come to her when they can talk about it alone. And for the benefit of helping her to become a better person in Christ's eyes, not just to make him happy and not to put her down in front of people so he looks good. Because actually it doesn't make him look good. It makes him look very bad if he's criticizing his wife in front of people. Yeah. And it it really is a harsh thing. I mean, think about how you feel, men, when you are maybe corrected or called out at, in the workplace in front of all your, your coworkers. I mean, there's this demeaning feeling about that. And sadly, too many men do that to their wives in a public setting in various ways. There is a, a fitting time, an appropriate time to correct someone in a crowd like a student in a classroom who needs to be corrected because they all know the rules. Sometimes that healthy shame is what needs to happen. If you have a handful of kids that you're raising, sometimes it's a good thing to correct one brother in front of the sister because there's a healthy shame that happens. That That's a good thing. But I, I don't necessarily see it ever being a good thing between a husband and wife where the husband corrects the wife in front of friends. That is more harsh and that is not loving in regards to their marriage relationship. That's very good. That's a good way to think of it. Now, of course, there are a lot of other very practical examples we could come up with, but there's just one more possibility I want to address because I think it exists more than maybe a lot of men want to admit. And that is that there are men out there, Christian men and non-Christian men, that if the truth be told, really do look down on women. They really do have an attitude of superiority and women are not as capable or not as smart or or not as worthy of respect just because they're women. You can hear that in the comments that they make, the jokes that they tell, the way that they maybe chide or, or, or tease their wife because she's a woman and about her womanhood. And for all you men listening, I think it's just a good practice in humility to take a quick self-assessment. Do I treat my wife in these ways? And if so, is that betraying that beneath the surface, I have kind of a disregard or a disdain for women in general? You may have learned this from a dad who is that way, or an uncle or a grandpa, maybe the culture you were raised in. But let's just be very clear. It's not a biblical mindset for a husband. 
and some of the red flags that you might see in your life if you are a guy who has that attitude about women, and these are just varied, but I think they all point to the same thing. I mentioned already the jokes you tell and the attitude you have in talking about women in general. That You may see red flags there that would indicate you you have that sort of a demeaning mindset. Guys who are caught up in pornography truly have a demeaning look or attitude toward women. Now, of course, there's a just a sexual lust component and things like that that are a part of pornography. But pornography over time degenerates a man's mind to where a woman's just an object and she's not a person. She's there for his gratification and his satisfaction. And that's a very sick and, and wrong mindset. And I say sick, not in a demeaning way, but it's literally sick. You're thinking wrongly. And so guys, if you have struggles with pornography, it's not only a sexual thing, it's an attitudinal thing about women. And you need to repent of that and turn your heart back toward God's way of looking at women. And repent before your wife also, if you have not already, and ask her to help you come together in prayer to fight the enemy and the spiritual battle that you're dealing with. And I just was thinking of just some practical things that might help the husband to be getting their mind in loving mode versus harsh mode towards their wives is to be asking the Lord to help them to think of ways they could encourage and build up their wife so that their words are encouraging instead of condemning, demeaning, harsh, so that they'll fill their time with building up instead of tearing down. Yeah, that's really good. That's really good. So we want to do some assignments for this episode as we wrap up. The first assignment that we want to give to you today is similar to what Mindy was describing a moment ago. Guys, take some time to pray over the issue of how you respond to your wife just generally. Your demeanor, your attitude. Is there any tendency of harshness there? Ask the Lord to reveal that to you. And write down the possibilities that you come up with. Well, maybe when I talk to her this way, it's too harsh. Or maybe when this situation happens, I come across in a harsh way. And then ask your wife to look over your list and give you her feedback. You're not going to know if it's harsh to her unless she says, yeah, that's harsh to me. And remember, you're asking for her feedback. You're asking for her help. So don't be upset with her about what she shares. And also ask her, is there anything that he hasn't thought of that is harsh to her? And then right there on the spot, apologize to her for being harsh and tell her that you really want to work on it and you are sorry that you have hurt her. You are sorry that you've been harsh and ask her to please pray for you, pray with you as you're depending on the Lord to help you to change this. That's excellent. Yeah, because that's the biblical pattern of restoration between two people is confession, repentance, and then coming together again in unity. The second piece of this assignment is to make a note of all these things that you and your wife have identified together, and then take those before the Lord in repentance, in renouncing those things. There's spiritual power that comes from taking up our place of authority in Christ and renouncing our sin and claiming the victory Jesus has promised us I'm not saying it's like a magic mantra that's going to make it all go away, but it's going to do something in you spiritually to know that you have the authority and the strength in Christ to come against this habit and this sin and to say, I'm going to fight this. I'm going to come against this in the name of Jesus. And then ask the Lord to cleanse you. 
Ask him in the power of the Holy Spirit to make you a new person who's no longer harsh toward your wife. And be encouraged, husbands. The Lord is excited and eager to live through you and help you to be the loving husband that you really, truly want to be. So be hopeful. Your future is bright. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good word to end on. All right, let me pray for us as we wrap up this episode. And next episode, we're going to begin looking at the wife's role in the marriage. Remember at the beginning, I said this is kind of a mini-series about the roles in the marriage. Well, next week, we start in on some of the wives' roles and what those things mean. So, Father, we're grateful that your word is so full, so replete with great instruction for us. And this example from Paul today is so practical and so simple, and yet it can just have tentacles that reach into all different areas of our relationship. And so we ask you, Lord, to help these brothers as they do these assignments to really see the truth of their attitudes and their behaviors and their speech, that they'll learn to do exactly as Paul instructs, to love their wives and not be harsh with them. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. If you could use a daily devotional study for Christian couples, you should check out the one I've created called the Marriage Improvement Project. You can find it at morningmindsetmedia.com slash MIP. Joy, you go lay down. Go. Joy, baby, over here. Go lay down. Over here. Come. Back up. Backwards. Go. Back. Good girl. Good girl. <laughs> Good girl. Hope she stops flapping because we're going to have to. Okay, I say. I'm trying to get my phone on and it's not working. Talking like you're recording, so quit. Don't have hello, 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 hello. Don't let those be bloopers. Okay, hello. All right, how about you? Don't let those be blurp blurpers. <laughs> how about that? Can that be a blurper? No. Why we just pause for a moment to put ourselves in the right frame of mind to share the truth from your word. We want you to be our teacher and be our guide as we try to help others to understand the realities of what you've commanded for marriage. And so, Lord, we ask you to guide us, to help us understand, to help us know how to communicate well, and, Lord, to give us the ability to be an encouragement to our brothers and sisters who listen. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen.